Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hello and welcome to the Cheeseman Podcast. This is Brendan, your host for the show. It was going so well. Our last podcast was literally called Positive Vibes FC. And then we go and make nine changes and get knocked out the cup by Fulham away. But it's been 24 hours with the time to digest it. And joining me is someone who was there. It's Paul Muir. How are you doing, Paul? All right, mate. Hear this? That's the bubble bursting uh, of like the good vibes. No, no, no. I, I joke. Yeah, it was there last night. Uh, away fans in really, really good voice, packed out. Uh, the Putney End, which is like five, five and a half thousand, big allocation. Uh, nice evening, a little bit damp, but it was still nice and warm. And a um, few things to take out of that tonight, uh, last night, excuse me, which was uh, kind of like a little bit kind of worrying. But then I think there's quite also quite a few positives to talk about as well. So looking forward to doing this. Yeah, it did look almost like half the half the crowd was Spurs fans. I don't think mm. they had a whole stand uh, with Spurs fans, which was good. I mean, making a fair bit of noise, a fair yeah. play. I mean, Michael McIntyre as well was was sort yeah. of doing a bit of bants with the crowd. And the Brazilian commentary were like, you know, when they were just going silent because they couldn't, they didn't know who he was. <laughs> I think one of them sort of was like, "Quick, who the fuck is this guy?" Oh, look, oh, it's it's Michael McIntyre. He he's apparently a really funny comedian. It's like, yeah. oh, brilliant, love it, so love you, it. But, you, um, you've got you've got the away in the Putney end, which is uh, if you're watching the telly, look at the um, if you were looking at the uh, benches last night, is to the left of the TV. Big big nice stand. Five and a half thousand people. Then you've got this brand new, lovely kind of uh, state-of-the-art stand, which had like one fifth full. It was really weird. I, I believe they haven't finished it, or they haven't got some of the uh, the final bits and pieces done. And then you've got these like three. They're like cricket pavilions at school um, around as well. And it's just and the players come out polytunnel. It's like I don't know. When have you been to Craven Cottage, Brent? Oh, yeah, I went to Brazil, Brazil against Ghana in, well, about 10 years ago now. All right, okay. So that's that that, that stand, that uh, Hammersmith stand wasn't there when you were there. But it's like really you're coming through all these like five, six million pound houses, beautiful parks with rose gardens, and there's this premiership football club. And it's 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 really quite quaint and quite cute, but um, they make no noise. It's It's dead. It really is dead. It's like you know, it's just like we were, we yeah, you know, we were really, really vocal, and uh, 
we created a good atmosphere and stuff, but it, it was uh, just like being in like, I don't know, it was just like, it was like a, a throwback to like a 1950s, 1960s, like, you know, all these people very, very, I mean, they still got wooden seats and stuff. It was just like, it was, it, it was the most uh, surreal experience in a few ways. And then you got Michael McIntyre sitting there, like trying to G up the crowd, which was, which was very, very strange. Yeah. I, I get, I mean, I think because Fulham's obviously it's a posh area, London, isn't yeah. it? So like, and SW6. even the chance, yeah, they, they, they obviously can't afford decent chants because I, I thought I heard like Fulham, ch ch ch, or come on Fulham. Is that, is that got? We got fucking angels, mate. What the fuck? Have we got? Come on Fulham. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't. Uh, and the angels got out last night, and obviously the, the, the few old kind of like you know chants, but the angels one didn't really, didn't really, didn't really get a, a run out last night. It got a run out on the tube on the way in, but um, yeah, and coming out of like you know kind of like. Putney Bridge Station and stuff. It's just like a few, 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 few attempts to get it going, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, yeah, it, it, it's not part of the canon yet. If you if you hear what I'm saying, but it, it'll get there. I think I think we'll probably sing it at, at um, the next home game. Definitely. Yeah, when you get to grips with the, the lyrics, it, it's, a, it's a keeper, like you said. It is. Um, so we've been going, like, for four minutes, we haven't mentioned the football. I think there's a reason for that. <laughs> <We should. laughs> yeah, there is. We should, though. We should pick apart the game. And I think I think the key thing to pick apart is the lineup and the, yeah. and the debate about the lineup. I guess, in that it made nine changes, which which is a lot. I mean, it's we sort of look talking Conte uh, changes in, in like, against Middlesbrough, it was, and against Sheffield mm. United as well in the last two seasons. That we, like, it was both FA and League Cup, I think, that we went out having made wholesale changes. And uh, Nuno, Nuno did it as well, didn't he? Nuno rested eleven players for a was it for Test. We were away, and we, we we took a completely new team, and then we had West Ham the next. Was it was it West Ham or was it Fulham? <laughs> no, it was West Ham. I'm pretty sure it was. And then mm. and we thought, right, we've got to win this now because we've literally, literally took the B team to Vitesse, and I think we got a one nil or one all, or we might even lost that. I can't remember. Sorry. And then we we think, right, okay, and then we get done. So we, we, we've got form for changing too many things, and obviously, as everybody knows, we we get knocked out early. But um, there still should have been enough people on there. Like there still should be enough quality personnel on that field last night in the starting eleven to uh, to make it a lot better than than we did in the first half. I can understand Angie's argument. He's like, well, he needs to see the players to make a decision. But I'm mm-hmm. like, well, you could have stuck on a video from last season, mate. Or you could have asked anyone <laughs> at the club and we could have told you. But but I, I get his point in that he wanted to see them play under his system. He wanted to know who he could trust. And and, I, and I, I, we've got to give him time. I think this, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So it, it still hurts. It's annoying. This is the easiest of the three competitions that we're in, mm-hmm. two of one. Um, but I, I do see his point to a degree, but I just wish he'd have made, say, five changes instead of nine. Kept uh, a sum of the spine beyond Van der Ven and Richarlison in, involved and to keep that momentum going and experimented in other areas. So swap out Madison for Lacelso. Fine, do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe swap one of Mate Sar and Bissouma for Skip or Hoybier. Fine, but just, it, it just felt too much of a change and and it was it was almost as if that first half they were just they didn't know how to pass to each other and 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 that kit as well. I mean, we'll talk about the kit afterwards, but it was <laughs> it just looked it looked disjointed. Is my point? Uh, yeah, the the systems of play that we're, we're trying to do, the way we set up, the way we move the ball, it's 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 ange. We can see it does it. You can see that from the preseason, and you can see the first three um, 
Prem games, how we move it, and we can see that last night as well. We just didn't move it quick enough last night, and also, yeah, I'm preaching to the converted here, but we just we miss Eve Basuma. We didn't miss Madison that much until obviously we were chasing the game, but we we miss someone who's press resistant and to make things start by taking the ball off the keeper in the pivot. Uh, we really missed that, and with due respect. Lo Celso flitted in and out of the game last night. I feel a little bit sorry for Gio because he comes into these kind of like games and he probably probably thinks like, why can't I play with like eight or nine regulars and like why can't I be just one of the changes so I can like get to grips with like playing with uh you know some kind of like you know the first eleven so to speak. But when you do mm. see Lo, when you do see Lo Celso, he comes in in almost like these kind of B team kind of shadow kind of teams and it's it's a bit unfair of him. He took up some really nice positions last night, but um, he, he he didn't affect the game as much as I thought he did. Uh, like, like I wanted him to do two guys. I mean, Reed and and Kenny were really hard to like closing down the first half as yeah. well. I mean, that that we, we were saying it's all fair. Silver is a good coach. He, he he's making that team and he's making with a few more kind of additions that, that they're a good team. He's he obviously knows what he's doing. Silver he set out really really well last night. So we've got to give. Uh, props, as the kids say, as I keep saying, to, to to him for that. But that first half, we could see the systems we we're trying to play. We just didn't move it quick enough, and we didn't. We we missed Ibasuma. That's what I think, and it it was really disjointed. It was really, it was erratic. It was it was we were waiting for someone to. It was it was shades of Conte ball in a way because some players were like not really doing what they're supposed to be doing. They weren't keeping their width. It's a quite a small pitch, uh, Craven Cottage. So it's. It's not that way. So you, you can afford to like hug the touchline a bit more when we're not in position and try and affect the game that way by bringing a fullback over to mark you. But we just didn't seem to do a lot of that last night. And uh, it was just, it was really disjointed watching it and frustrating as well. Really frustrating. Mm. Yeah. yeah, like I said, it was, it was sort of passing around in defence, but no one was really breaking their press. Fulham were pressing aggressively. They were, they were crowding Rishi out of the game and, and yeah. they were putting pressure on those people that received the ball. That, that, so you're talking Skip and Hoybier and they, they, they're not, they're not able to break a press. They're, they're there to create a press. So we didn't mm-hmm. have anyone receive, like you said, like, like Saar or Bissouma, who can receive the ball from the goalkeeper, from the defence and do something with it. It just yeah. felt very pedestrian and it just invited more and more pressure from Fulham. And Fulham smelt blood. I thought they, they, they were, like you said, very well trained, very well drilled. They knew what they were doing. I think Silva only made six changes, one of which was forced because the defender was sent off against Arsenal on the weekend. Yeah. So it, it just felt like they were much more aware of what they were there to do. And even though a lot of these players had played with each other last season, it just felt like they were strangers to, to mm-hmm. each other. Like, there wasn't there wasn't any movement. There wasn't uh, patterns of play, like you said. So the um, And defensively as well, I, I, I feel for Davinson Sanchez. I really do. He, but he had a nightmare first half. He had a nightmare first half. Everything he tried to do, just you could tell it, the, the nerves were, were piling up. And yeah. even every block he tried to make it go through his legs and... And the goal itself, he just sort of got sold a dummy really, really easily. And yeah. and Van der Ven turned it in. And to, to our credit, that, that was their only goal. Yeah. But it just felt like first half we were clinging on. Yeah. Davinson Sanchez. Uh, we'll come up with the pens in, in a couple of minutes. Look at him last night. And then you look at him coming on when he came on for Romero, the concussion. No, sorry, it wasn't a concussion. Well, Romero came off with a, with a head injury and he played brilliantly against Brentford. He played, it, was, it was one of his stand-up performances, mm. I think, especially what he went through last season. He wasn't very good last night. 
and that's putting it mildly. He got one block in, I think. He got one block in from Deco Dover-Reed, um, and that was it. People getting frustrated with him. Quite a lot of kind of like uh, size and stuff when he get the ball. Got done twice. They, they were good dummies. They were they were good dummies. In the end. Uh, um, and unfortunately, yeah, ball comes across and it flicks off of Van der Ven, who's now our top scorer with two OGs, unfortunately, for the, for the season. But uh, I feel for Davinson, but... He didn't really help himself last night as well. He looks he looks like he's trying to do everything so perfectly as well as like gets the ball, turns, and he's 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 almost look. I know it's last night when he takes to receive the ball. He's almost looking up and he wants to he wants to get rid of it really quickly. It's what that that seems to be nerves or he's he's not feeling confident in his own ability, which which is weird because Brentford he was he was he was really really good. Um, It'll be a real shame. It'll be a real shame. That last night was the last, the last thing we 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 see of Sanchez in a, in a shirt because, you know, he's he's shown in fits and starts that, that he's better than that. That's what I'm trying to get. Well, yeah, this it goes back to your earlier point with Lacelso in that he played well previously because he was playing with the first team players. This yeah. is the B team. Yeah. So and and even even psychologically knowing that the beats are the B team really going to perform, knowing that they're the B team, knowing that. They'll probably think to themselves, "Oh, I'm too good for this team," mm. um, but and and also think, "Well, this game really isn't that important because it's the B team." You know what I mean? It just, I don't like it at all. And and, and it is we, we do have to call out Ange for that. I mean, like I said, given the benefit of the doubt, he's literally just started. He's two mm. two or three months into into his tenure, and he does need to, to to know which players he can trust and which ones he can't. It just felt. It was far too many changes, uh, nine changes, just far too many. And and I felt for for people like you that were, that were at the game yesterday, seeing that lineup. And um, but second half it did improve a bit. We uh, I think we did come out even before we made changes. I thought that the performance levels, the concentration levels, were much better. Yeah. What was what was it like there in the second half? Did you did you sense that maybe Fulham were tiring a bit with their with their press from the first no, half? I, I felt I felt basically that they they they, they would keep it up. I think. I think Ring. I think yeah, the the American, the, the centre back. I think he's a really, really good player, and he leads them really, really well. Uh, Robinson and Tete. Unfortunately, uh, Tete broke his boot, or fortunately for us, and he was off. Well, when we yeah. scored, he he snapped that he snapped the side of his boot because he ran past the front of us. Can I just just jump in? Sorry, just say Tete is Portuguese for nipple. Uh, you see, you don't get this on view from the lane. James Moore, if you're listening from the Athletic, and I know you listen. All right, there you go. We don't get that with Danny Kelly. There you go. Yeah, you got Robinson going down the left, Tete on the right, uh, Triore as well. So when the team sheet came out, sorry, the the, the teams come out, Triore on the right, and then we saw Ben Davis on the left, and I was like. Oh, hello. Because we all remember like Trio ripping us apart at, at, uh, at our place. Yan jumping into him. Uh, Idavaro took him out a few times. So I was really quite worried about that. He got into a foot race with Mickey van der Ven. It was brilliant. He knocked it down there wide right. Uh, ben has been brought inside, as you do as a wide fullback French. He's, he's in the midfield. And it's it's Mickey van der Ven against Trio. Trio's got the ball. He knocks it. And, he try- and Mickey van der Ven, like, backpedals and then turns quicker than fuck knows what and just catches him and it's like knocks it out for a throw in. Everybody like brilliant. Yeah. You know, I mean we all know about Van der Ven's pace. He was clocked the highest in the Bundesliga last season. When you see that lad move, bloody I mean I watch I mean I train people, I watch people move for a living and um but he is is he's something else, Brendan. He really is. He's really, really good. Unfortunately, yeah, as we say he's got two OGs. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. But we get on to the gold. Richie finally broke his duck this season. And Nipple, Tete, Nipple Boy got his bo- broke his boot and had to go off. He wasn't happy either. He was like, where's the spare boots? So like, oh, you have to go in. Because the dugout's like the size of a dining table. So there's no room for <laughs> the spare boots. So he had to he had to go back into the dressing room to get it. During which time, I think it was, it was a long ball up from, from Forster. And it got its way, made its way to, to Perisic. Perisic. Uh, lovely delivery. And, mm. and, 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 and Richie, like... It, like we said in the last pod, he plays with emotion. He, and I, I was so happy for him with that goal. Okay. I've got, I have got. don't know if these guys listen to it. I hope you are. We had some people behind us last night that were just slagging Richie for a minute one. Not good enough. We need new number nine. He wouldn't He wouldn't get in the starting uh, 11 of the, of, of the top eight or top 10 side. That's quite clearly nonsense, right? As I turned around and told them last night. Okay. So, they, he... he, he Worked incredibly hard last night. He he did a lot of he did a lot of closing down. You know, got to Rodak the the, the goalkeeper made made him play it long. We picked up the second ball, etc. etc. The goal itself, you watch him as well because I was watching. I never I, when we play away, I don't really ever watch the ball. I, I watch the movement off the ball quite a lot for some reason. I was watching him and he just drifts out to the to, to the back stick. And again, Solomon's out there as well. You know, we, we, we've got an overload at the back post. The delivery is lovely. It comes over. You see Richie. He had a slightly more difficult chance at the weekend when he rose at the back post. Um, but then, yeah, the ball in, the curve, the, 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 the fade on it from Perisic was beautiful. Richie just puts it back where it comes from and, and, yeah, that's it. I was absolutely made up for him because of these idiots behind me. Um, we had words and it got a bit eaten and stuff. Anyway, he's just got to keep doing that. He's just got to keep working hard. That's all he can do. He can't let his head drop. I didn't say this the other day when we did we we did the pod, but you know you can't you can't shut. I mean, I don't know if it's a Brazilian thing or what what Brent, but if if I'm an oppo defender and I can see that I'm, uh, this guy's emotional. And I can see that he's edge dropping and stuff like that. It's just, it's just advantage to me, isn't it? And I, mm. I think it's difficult because he's this far on his career. That's just the player he is. But he can't, he cannot let his head drop like he did. He, he just can't do that if he wants to play in his team. He can't. Else, you know, Scarlett came on at halftime as well. Scarlett did really, really well. Got in and around uh, Richie as well. Always playing like two up top at, at, at points as well. And that that yeah. benefited that benefited Richie as well. Scarlett put in a hell of a shift as well. On a different day, I say this a lot now. If buts maybe it's the ricochet off a of a Manuel mm. a Manuel Solomon shot that Kodak puts out to his left, a uh, little bit to the left, and that's a tap in for Dane Scarlett on the rebound, and we're we're, we're two one up. And thanks very much. You well, just called the keeper Kodak, didn't you? Did I call it Kodak? All right, let's keep that in. Uh, I meant Rodak. I meant I meant Rodak. Sorry, Dane <laughs> <laughs> Savalas, who loves you, baby. And sorry, that's one for the uh, that's one for the older people who might listen. But uh, yeah, Dane Scott did really well. But Richie absolutely made up for him. 
made up for him that he that, that he scored and and let's hope now you know he, he can replicate that at the weekend and and, and 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 take that confidence into like you know before the international break yeah exactly if we, we got to take some positives from this game and and that for me is the key one that Richie has got his goal and he's got it earlier than he did last season um and you, the hope would be that he, he kicks on that the first half he was being crowded out I think that like you said I think the defenders targeted him they knew yeah. the type of player that he is and so whenever he got the ball we had three players on him so he didn't have time to get it out of his feet to, to find a pass to to make a run and so they, he was and, they, and they, that clearly was a tactic they, they wanted to frustrate him but he kept his cool he kept, we kept in it we kept going and, and like you said Scarlett came on and helped him out and and the changes that we made uh, through that second half again it was it turned into quite a good game. Second, first half yeah. was, was was terrible to watch, but second half was like this is actually a, a really nice cup tie now. Like we we got our proper team out mm. and we're making a go of it. It could have gone either way. There was it was it was end to end at times, wasn't it? It was. Uh, they, they we took off uh, Solomon and brought on Madison uh, about an hour in, and and that helped as well. And then uh, we made quite a lot of road. A lot of changes in the seventh minute. I think Perisic came off. Perisic was looking tired, to be honest. And then Kulu uh, for Richarlison as well. And we put we put Dane through the middle. Um, that left a little bit of space out, uh, out wide, and they started to push their fullbacks on a little bit. And you're right; it was it was end to end. I think Force had to block uh, a low shot with his, with his feet. I think they had another shot which uh, went slightly wide as well. And they brought on Harry Wilson. He, he was he, he at Liverpool. Was he uh, at Liverpool? I can't remember. Yeah, he 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 looked. He had a couple of shots. He looked like they were. He was giving him. He's a really tricky play. He, he kind of plays that yeah. kind of like around the kind of like the half spaces, edge of the D, um, and. He was getting a bit of joy there, but it was. You're right, he, you know, and I, I felt we could nick it. I really did. I, I felt we, we, you know, it, it just took one, you know, one kind of half decent chance, a son uh, chance, or, or something like that. And I was confident we, we would create something, but um, unfortunately, it went not pens. Yeah, no, you, the um, I think a lot of the subs were made with with pens in mind. I do quite like that that the, yeah. the Carabao Cup doesn't do extra times go straight to pens especially with I mean previously when we were in Europe obviously it would be much more of a benefit but straight to pens and uh, it, was, right. uh, it was you could you could the first two you could understand I don't I'm, I'm sure look Andrew's been a manager for, for over 20 years now I think and, and he's obviously been through penalty shootouts and he knows how to deal with it what do you think happened that that made them put a central defender, irrespective of it being Van der Ben or Van der Ven or, or, or Sanchez, why would why would they go ahead of of someone like Madison? Well, Madison, Madison. was was the, was after, mm-hmm. but Ben Davies has taken Ben's for for Wales in in yep. international competitions. Or uh, Saar was out there. Saar, Son, uh, Scarlett was there as well, but maybe Scarlett still quite uh, quite a junior in the seniority mm-hmm. of, of the squad. I think Ange knows probably two or three. Um, of his penalty takers at that point, and he's asked volunteers. I've had a, I've had a little look when I was coming home tonight about trying to get his press conference or trying to see anything about how he went about choosing those five or four. Mm. And uh, he, um, I'm sure he would have asked for volunteers. He's probably got in his mind two or three, and he asked volunteers. And I'm guessing Sanchez put his hand up. Um, I know. The a few of us last night um, were on, on WhatsApp talking about this when I was on the way home, and Franco said he didn't want a centre back taking that high up in the um, in the order in the order of the penalties exactly, and I, and I can see that. But surely if it goes to five five and it's sudden death, um, you know it, it becomes more and more kind of like pressurised. 
I, I think Sanchez has volunteered. I think he's put his hand up. I think that's to be congratulated. I think that's to be mm. admired. I think that's 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 a ballsy right thing you want from a player who who is who's been at the club for for a while. Especially what he went through last season. He was thrown under the bus and then repeatedly run over by Conte and Stellini, brought on and taken off. That game last mm. last year comes to mind. It helps the narrative of certain people. That it's Sanchez and he's not good enough and he's let us down again, etc. etc. Et I, I, if I were you, I wouldn't listen to those people. But it wasn't a great hit penalty, unfortunately. Um, and well, that's just it yeah. on on the on his pen. Like so, Sonny's was was okay. It was well hit and yeah. keeper chose right. And, and yeah. Decky's was was brilliant. All their pens were were like, force got no end either. Well, there was the one where it sort of uh, underside of the bar. I think that might have been um, that's your, Harry, your Wilson. Harry, Harry, Harry Wilson, but. Um, he, he he just really wasn't reading the pens. I, I thought Forster had a decent penalty uh, record, or, or maybe it was Vicario. We, we, did we still had a we still had a sub? I think that we could have brought Vicario on for the pens and done a done a Tim Krul. Uh, but it was <laughs> watching him walk up. I in my head, I was like, I, I just know he's going to miss. Like, yeah, and no. that's horrible. It's not 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 about a narrative, but it's more that that because he he, he is a confidence player and his confidence was so low, he's going to hit his pen to be well within the goal. He's not going to want to hit it wide or over. He's going to play it safe. He's not going to take a risk. And they're the easiest penalties to save. And it was yeah, an it was. easy penalty to save. I know the, the, the keeper sort of read it, the body language, the shape, everything, all these things that keepers are on. And it, it was easy for him in the end. When he was, when he was walking up, uh, obviously, so they were they were, they were were shooting at the other, the other end from the away fans. They were shooting towards um, uh, the Hamsworth. Uh, side, we were at the Putney end, uh, opposite end, and I watched I watched Sanchez walk up, um, and I just thought, yeah, he doesn't look that confident, but I'm seeing from the back, kind of thing. Hmm. He takes the ball and he mucks around with it for a bit. I was like, yeah, he's, he's going to miss this, and um, unfortunately, uh, that's that, that's the way it worked out. What did happen though is when he came back, is that a lot of guys met him halfway and consoled him and stuff. So he's obviously, there's there's good team ethics, there's good team spirit there, there's good kind of like camaraderie, all of the things that you look for that weren't there last season, maybe the season before. But um, yeah, I'm with you. The body language is all right. And the way, you, either way, it's a very, I think it's a quite a straight run up as well. So, and being right footed, mm. it could probably only go to the goal he's left. And, and as you say, he's not going to risk trying to put it right in the corner. Because um, he's going to go for the safer, kind of higher probability of somewhere near the middle, and um, and so it seems to be. Forster done a really good save from a header um, in the game from uh, their forward Munez. Munez, Munez, a really, really good save. He got down, he got down well for that, and he done a good save from, as I say, Wilson's feet, I think it was, but he got nowhere near our penalties. I mean, he, he, sorry, their penalties. So. And all their penalties looked looked almost the same. You know, it was sort of like where they do that sort of stuttered, staggered run up oh, and then wait for the keeper to flinch yeah. and then just slowly hit it to his side. And it was all the same fucking penalty. It was really just so frustrating that mm-hmm. that Forster was just not a bit more light on his feet, a bit more sort of mm-hmm. staring him out, you know, how, how yeah. you want from your keepers. Yeah. But anyway, look, and, and like you said at the beginning, the hope is that that's not... Uh, Davinson Sanchez's last uh, contribution in a Spurs shirt. The, all, on the flip side of that, if he does play again for Spurs, I'm just hoping that the Brew Boys aren't there to to give him shit. You know that that we that we ease him back in. That maybe if, if like we, we sort of get him back into the team mm. when we are winning at home or something, and and get and get this memory 
make it history. You know what I mean? Like, just, no, I, so I, I don't think we'll sell him. I, I, I really don't. I know, man. I know, I know. There's been an offer coming in from uh, not Genoa because that's Tange. I can't remember. There's, there's an offer coming Ren, for him. Is it Ren? Ren. It, Ren no, I don't think it's Ren. But um, we need him because Romero will probably pick up a suspension. Yeah, and we the way that Angel plays, unfortunately, die is not quick enough. So we do need that. We're not we're not going to buy another centre back at the minute. We we, we need to have Sanchez because look like Jaffet might be going to Italy as well. So mm. that that leaves Sanchez um, as a, and and Dyer as a, a, a backup centre back. Um, it looks like the lad that we bought from Blackburn is still playing the under twenty ones, the under twenty three. He's playing in the Premiership B. Um, looks quite good by all accounts, but I don't think it'd be ready to throw him in yet. That, that is ramifications last night. It's like, well, we've now got a massive squad. Um, we've only got one game a week now until, as we just talked about there, until probably in the middle of January when the FA Cup starts. Um, hmm. All these players are going to be sitting around. It doesn't look like we're, we're that good at getting like you know some of the deadwood out at the minute. We still got as we say Tongay, um, like uh, Region, these kind of people. I know Spence has just gone to Leeds this afternoon to to follow Joe Rodon. Um, you know, but we you know we still we still got a massive squad for the amount of games we've got to play. And Angel's a smaller squad. He's been very clear about that. That's 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 got real excuse me ramifications last night. So. Mm. Yeah, that's another negative that I was thinking about when I was walking home last night. It was just like, yeah, how the hell are we going to like keep all these players happy? And also, you know, how do we get them off the books if if no one can see them play? Yeah, and I think that, that we'll see uh, quite a few loans. I don't think we're able to sell. There's Dyer. Talk of Dyer going to, to Dortmund or Bayern, which, Bayern. which is great. Like, um, but but it, it does seem like. Um, we are scrambling and Tongi, I saw today that Tongi is stalling on his move to Genoa because he wants Champions League football. Again, a lot of this may be invented. I don't know if, if that is actually his position, but but we do, like you said, we do seem to struggle getting rid of players and not having a um, our managing director back. Or Scott Munn hasn't started yet. Or and it was mm. it's Levy and a, a lady whose name I've forgotten. Do you know oh. who it is? The, it's not Donna Cullen. It's oh. another woman. Do you know who it is? Rebecca, I think, is her name. Don't know. Uh, Don't know. She's leading our um, our recruitment and and sales uh, department. But um, what what I wanted to talk about as well is the kit last night. <laughs> uh, were you able to? And this this was brought up in the press conference. It was it was a question given to Ange, and he sort of laughed it off a bit as well. But do you think that there's a, there's a question that the, the players sort of struggle to see each other with that weird sort of grey brown cappuccino, whatever it is. Isn't it called Hosea Tope or something? Isn't it called it that or something? Something weird I read, I read in a press release about it. Um, I like the kit. I might like the last couple of kit, last third kits. I quite like that kit last night. Um, it's quite difficult to see. It's right. Are we going to go down the Man United route where they changed? Was it Southampton? Exactly. Was it Southampton when yeah. they were getting done and then Ferguson changed it and said, oh, it's because we, changed, because we couldn't see each other. Um, yeah, it was a great. It was, it was a great kit, and they changed yeah. it to, to the blue and blue and white stripe kit at <laughs> halftime. And also, England Euro '96. For some reason, we're playing at home against Germany, and we have to wear that shitty grey kit. Why can't we wear our home kit if we're at home? And it was, I mean, we get knocked out wearing that shitty grey kit. So I think this sort of weird, those sort of beigey 
sort of wallpaper sort of colours. I don't know. It just it, it doesn't look like it catches the eye. Like you know, and they do think about these things. Like goalkeeper kits are always really bright colours because they catch the eye of the attackers. So they sort of subconsciously shoot towards the goalkeeper because there's this weird sort of glowing thing in the middle of their vision. Is that right? It, so it is. It, it's a factor, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why goalie kits are all weird, weirdly coloured. I didn't know that. I don't know. Yeah, every day's a school day for you, Brendan. Every day's a school day. Um, I, I, yeah, August evening under the floodlights. Um, the players shouldn't struggle to see each other. What you can't see is the numbers and 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 the the lettering. You, the, the font they use is is ridiculous. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's not fit for purpose. But yeah, but to say that uh, the players can see each other, um, uh, that might be. Let me just go and get some more straws. To grasp at. Um, <laughs> well, look, I, I only brought it up because someone asked it to Ange as well at the, at the press conference. It's they? not just me that thinks about these weird things. Is that right? Ange did like. Ange was a bit like, "Why the fuck are you asking me this question?" It was. He sort of laughed. He's like, "My response to that genuine question is, I don't know, mate." <laughs> did he so, use? Did he? Did, was, he uh, did he use the mate as like a kind of like kind of passive aggressive mate? Because that, that's what he does. If you, yeah, think, I think so. Yeah. He was. Yeah. It was a bit passive aggressive because it was. It was sort of. It was a weird question. The guy did say, "Look, I'm asking this as a serious question." Yeah. Um. Could was was there an issue with the color of the kit? And he's like, "Well, my answer to your serious question is, <laughs> I don't know, mate." <laughs> mega, mega. Uh, yeah, that's just it's just one of those stupid questions, isn't it? But um, well, let's 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 hope next time we play it that we could put the uh, the the rumor to rest that we can't. We, the players can't see each other. We just got to go. We just got to bounce back this weekend and and uh, mm. yeah and, pl- and play well. Um, you know, go up to, go up to Burnley where you know we've, we've done all right apart from when it got snowed off. Do you remember that time when Dyche came out in his shirt and said, "Oh, you could play on this. We could just we could hand shovel it." Do you remember that? Was it last season? The season before? Yeah. There's that picture of Dyichino Di- with like his shirt all rolled up and just like this. Yeah, it would, it, it would have been the season before because they were in the championship last season. So yeah, yeah I remember that one then. And was it in the the, the rescheduled one that, that Conte went off with the carrot and stick uh, when he sort of threatened to leave? Yeah. Was that the rearranged one? It probably was a rearranged one. I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to block out Conte ball in my head. I'm, <laughs> I'm, very, very, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I, I took a little bit of stick or calling the Palms and Pulis. So I'm just going to try and, and try and block all that. Yeah, going up there at the weekend, Vincent Company, he's, he's found the transition quite difficult. Uh, to Premier League with, with Burnley, uh, yeah, just got put last night behind us, and then and just like and bounce back with you know I think Ange will probably go back to the tried and tested Udogi and uh, Poro. I think it'll be Basuma, obviously it'll be Papa Matasar and uh, James Madison, and the front three will be Richie with Kulu and Son either side of him, and uh, yeah, go back out, get three points, keep 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 the. Uh, Get get the Ange train out out of the station and 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 back on the road and back on the train tracks. Yeah, you're right. I think this is this will be our first team, and and yeah. I think hopefully Ange has, has learnt a lot from from last night. And and yeah, we we fight on. As you said, company is struggling a bit with uh, the jump up to the Premier League. Like my analogy last week with with um, Solanke and doing the Dwight Gale Award. So <laughs> would the equivalent for managers be the Neil Warnock Award, where they're really good in the Championship but not quite up to it in the Premier League. <laughs> but yeah, fingers crossed that we um, we do get a result at, at Turf Moor and, and get that good feeling back, get the good vibes FC, positive vibes FC back and get everyone yeah. enjoying it again. We've got a bit, I think, I think we can't be so brittle 
as a fan base. I know that's Paul, you know, forget it. That's never going to happen. But, you know, there were boos at half time last night. We've just got to give Ange, like, you know, unrivaled support. Because he's he said, as long as I can show the fans that we're going forward, then that's all I can that's all I can offer the fans. And we clearly are going forward. Last night, you called it a blip. We talked about it in the last podcast, there'll be blips, there'll be like little potholes. That's what we, that's what Seb called it. Potholes. And that was a pothole last night. And unfortunately the axle came off and so what? So we we fixed the chassis, we we fill the engine back up again and we go again. And as a fan base, we we we've got to appreciate that. Not just start booing after forty five minutes because we're one nil down. I hope I don't I don't think it'll go, but I just think that Certain sections of our fan base have got to be better. That's what I'm getting at. Be better. We should all be better. We should all be looking to improve. Right, we've got 40 minutes. Uh, I think that's enough for the the Fulham game. Uh, Paul, mate, thanks for joining. No dramas. Lovely to be back on again. Thank you very much for having us. And I know that you're a couple of hours behind me there. And so thanks for making time for doing this. Cheers, mate. Oh, all good, man. I'm happy to have a couple of hours off work. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, Ed's. Do watch out for the YouTube crew. There's one that'll be out through the week, uh, depending on when you're hearing this. Uh, be out one out on Friday night, and obviously we'll be podding after the Burnley game, which we hope will be a, an emphatic win. As I said last time, our Facebook page has been taken down, so please do check us out on Facebook again. Follow our new page, as well as on Instagram and Twitter. Get involved. Give us a like and a follow. It always helps. And thanks for listening. And as ever, come on you Spurs. Come on you Spurs. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.